This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, it's a Monday, a gloomy Monday. Al and Jerry with you. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. So, uh, good weekend or what? I know you uh, had yeah. your shrimp fest. Shrimp fest, uh, Belmar, or whatever it was called. We cover that on the warm-up. That's coming up in just a minute. Oh, yeah. Uh, this weekend, uh, my girlfriend has been selling things on Craigslist. Oh, she's back to that. And the Let Go app. What the hell is the Let, Let Go Let Go. App? They ran commercials for a while. I think they still run them on, like, HGTV. Okay. It's very similar to, like, a Craigslist, uh, but it's called Let Go. Okay. And you take pictures of items that you have in your house that you want to let go of, and you negotiate a price and all that stuff. And when she does it and makes money, I'm like, hmm... I bet I have tons of stuff at my house. Why am I not selling my things? Right. And then the awkward interactions occur that I want no part of. And then I go, oh, yeah, because then I have to deal with other humans. Oh, so unlike eBay where it's really anonymous. Right. You're you just... sending it in the mail. You're many states away. Oh, see, that's no good. So you actually have to get together with people. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I'm out. So if it's a bigger item, like she has sold furniture, really? the people come to your home. Which That's is weird. Yes, I agree. But those people generally tend to be somewhat normal people. Because it's, uh, you know, like she's had like antique furniture that mm-hmm. she was selling. So you're going to get an older woman antique. Right. If I may stereotype antiquers as being older women. Eli Manning could show up at your house. Eli Manning could show up. He is not. Uh, the other one is like if it's electronics, like she sold three TVs. Wow. Uh, we had to meet the people somewhere because she didn't want them coming to the house so we met them in a home depot parking lot right it's just awkward it feels like you're doing something wrong it's like it's illegal it's making a yes, deal like a drug deal yeah. you feel like you're doing a drug deal and i'm like i'm super um safe with everything right it's like i'm telling her she's like oh we're meeting uh this this uh, guy juan is picking up three tvs that she sold three tvs to a gentleman named juan right and she's going back and forth with text with Juan as to where we're going to meet him. And she's like, uh, uh, Juan is saying, I'm in a very old, very beat up Honda. And to me, I think everyone's out to scam me. Right. So I'm like, we'll meet in the Home Depot. Not in the back of the parking lot. Right in the middle. Right in the fr- I parked in a handicapped spot. <laughs> and it was a great transaction. Juan was lovely. Right. But you never know. No, you don't. Who's coming to your home or meeting you out. So when I have this fantasy of, oh, I have all these things in my basement that I could get rid of and yeah. sell, I don't want to deal with people. 
in reality it's true. In practicality, it is not. Is that a good way to put yes, it? Yes, I, I think I that's I mean, it's fair. real. You can do it. It's all legit. But do you really want to do it? Right. See, that's where the idea of like an online garage sale yes. to me sounds spectacular. Here it is. Take a look at it. But you're not coming to my house. Right. If you want it, I'll send it to you. Just make sure you pay me first. Right. If you don't, we're out. Yes. Which I'm I think is a better idea than eBay, too. Like, if you just create alsgaragesale.com, mm-hmm. it's your stuff. People right. know it's your stuff, and you're not looking to fleece anybody. You're just looking to get rid of stuff. Right. I think that's kind of cool. You don't have to have that human interaction, which sounds so which awful, I but it's don't true. Want. Right? The people pay you through, through PayPal or whatever the case may be. And you're done. And people got a part of something in your house. Right. Why don't we do that? Al's Garage Sale. You can tag me on it if a you dot want com. to. Because I've got a million things. I'm in the same position you are. I would love to get rid of stuff. And it's the same thing. I'll, I'll, I'll go through a week or two. I'll put stuff on eBay. I'll literally spend a couple of hours for nothing. Right. Either it doesn't sell or people don't want to pay anything for the stuff that actually has value. And then do you run people coming to your house and going, are you Jerry Recco from the Boomer Card Show? I don't. No, I don't. I prefer not. Right. To. Matter of fact, the last time I had one of the, uh, well, I won't say where, but I've had my cable system has switched a few times in the last couple of years. Uh, one of the times, the guy did the entire installation, four hours in the house. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. And then he's walking out. He's like, yeah, it was my pleasure. You know, I hope you have any problems. Give me a call. Could I get a picture real quick? I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Which is fine. It's very nice. It's just funny how he went the entire four hours. He was probably sneak taking photos of your toilet. This well, is where Jerry Lareco poops. I have a question for you. When you sell your condo, and at some point you're going to. Yes. And we're contemplating putting our house up for sale. Will you be home when the house is shown? No, I've never. No, I don't like that. Right, the realtor will do it. Yeah. Will you take down the pictures that you have up of you and your girlfriend or you and your family? No, I, I'm too lazy to do that. So you're kind of good with people walking in, yeah, I guess. maybe someone recognizing that it's you. Yeah, I don't think anyone would. You know? No, why not? You get recognized in supermarkets. What are you talking about? I don't know that I have en- enough photos of me and family members up. Oh, you need is one. Oh, just one. How many photos do you need? They're not detectives. I, I suppose. Four. Must be I su- him. Yeah, I suppose I do have some photos. So up. you'd leave them up. Yeah, because I don't know what to put in their place. And then if your house looks awkward, like there's not things on the wall where there should be things on the wall, people will be like. Well, usually people, right, people buy cheap photos just to put up or like uh, pictures. Oh, just put the models they, that are in the photo the staging frames. staging part of the walls. Staging, right. Right. All right. I might do that, Jerry. What should I do? Leave them uh, up? I would leave them up. Yeah, I'm probably not going to leave them up. Take them down just in case. I think so. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. How about this? I'll give you photos of me and my family. You put them in your home. We'll confuse everyone. I like that. Jerry, here's something I definitely will not be doing. And this is going on now in uh, China. It's becoming quite popular. We did a, a story about this sort of thing a few weeks ago. It's Kung Fu Masters in China, a okay. new version of Kung Fu where they show their strength via... Their genitals. Yeah, we we did do this, right? So, for example, there's a kung fu master in China who was filmed on May 2nd using a rope attached to his genitals, and he pulled a 13-ton bus six feet. (laughs) Come on. Yeah. Okay. But what do you get from this? Like, do they make money doing this? Well, they, they claim this form of kung fu can help men overcome erectile dysfunction and premature ejaculation. 
So we don't need guys don't need Via- Viagra anymore. No right. reason to go get Cialis. You're all good with that. Just tie a rope around your balls and pull a bus. Right. Now, when I'm driving in in the morning, I listen to, like, Tony Page or Mark Molusis, J.J. After Dark. You think they're putting a rope around their balls? I don't, but I listen to their commercials. It's all boner pills. It is. So. By the way, it's in the midday, too, sometimes. If I could get this Kung Fu master to to buy some spots in the overnight, I'd love to hear (laughs) J.J. After Dark, when he goes to break, goes, can you pull a 13-ton bus with your genitals like Kung Fu master so-and-so can? (laughs) <laughs> so this is something you wouldn't try. No, I don't think. I think I'm good. Nor I don't, would I, I. Don't think I would try that. I would try kung fu of some point if someone could train me, but I don't think that would be part of it. I'm sorry to say, Jerry, I have a number of stories here involving not good news. Uh, Oregon cops, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Cops Oregon. to seek public's help nabbing a supermarket pervert. Okay. Cops need your help, Jerry. Well, I don't live in Oregon. Well, nonetheless... Cops in Portland are seeking the public's help in identifying a man suspected of, quote, throwing semen onto unsuspecting women in the grocery store. All right, so look out for that if you're in the Portland area. Be careful. Mm -hmm. According to the detectives, this gentleman, well, not really a gentleman, follows a female victim and throws semen on them from a little far away, then walks away. I'm sorry. Two incidents in the city. I'm just curious. Cops said the man is in his 20s to 40s and and drives a white four-door vehicle. I'm shocking it's white. How how much? It doesn't say, Jerry. I mean, when you say say throwing semen on the woman. Right. I I can't even comprehend that. Is it in a baggie? It doesn't say. Is it like a water balloon, but it's a semen balloon? Bad job by... Whoever wrote this article, but it does not say. So does this guy just collect it all week? I don't save know. Save it, and then that's, I mean, brutal. This is a true story. True true story? Yes, Jerry. They even have a photo of uh, the man, of who they suspect God, doing it. So he's going to be caught soon. You think? I hope so. And that's the best description they get? A white vehicle? Great. There's only 9 million of those around. A four-door. A four-door. Much white better. four-door vehicle. Okay. And then here's this headline, Jerry. I'm sorry, I've collected these all weekend long. Florida man urinates in neighbor's mailbox during dispute. <laughs> a confrontation between neighbors in Florida led one man to urinate in another man's mailbox. Uh, a guy named David, I won't use his last name. Why not? He's 44 years old. He, he peed in the guy's mailbox. What's his last well, name? Well, he was playing music. Yes, he was playing music too loudly for his neighbor's liking, so the neighbor called police. Officers went to the man's home and asked him to keep the volume of his music down. The neighbor told police that he witnessed this gentleman walk out into the street, pulled his pants down, pointed his middle finger at me, and urinated in my mailbox. Caught on tape? Uh, He was arrested, charged with criminal mischief, and taken to... The Indian River County Jail. I'd love to Sebastian hear that phone call to his wife or his mom or his whoever he's calling that's going to come bail him out. Yeah. I'm in jail. I need some help. What did you do? Yeah, what happened? Well, urinated in the neighbor's mailbox. Why would you do that? Yeah. Is there really an answer for that? Well, he called the cops on me because I was blasting my music. Oh, my God. Yeah. This guy looks like, uh, it's not one of the guys, but he looks like the guys from the television show Duck Dynasty. 
just long, a long beard. Just a long beard, Jerry. Where is this? Florida? A Sebastian, Florida. Sebastian, Florida. There's Boy, some a lot parts of, stuff of Florida. In Florida. Not just good. Not good, Jerry. I remember one time I was driving to, uh, we're going to play golf in the Orlando area, and this golf course was in Kissimmee. And so you, you know, whatever you drive, it's a nice area, everything's good, and you make a right and a left and a right to get to this golf course, and you go from it's a really nice part of town to you honestly and truly feel bad for people mm-hmm. that you see how they're living, and it's one of the days of my life where I've literally counted my blessings, I guess, or just just very lucky. It was me and my brother going to play golf, the two of us. I was probably I would say twenty, and he was eighteen. And we're going through this horrific part of town, and an old pickup truck, it had to be like a 1975 Ford pickup truck, came barreling towards us, in our, and it was starting to rain. And he hit the brakes for whatever reason and spun around and around and around. I veered off to the right. He must have missed us by inches, if not a few feet. You know, maybe, I'm exaggerating, maybe a few feet, but really close. And the car tumbled over a couple of times. He got up, got out. And walk down the street. I said, my brother, what do we do? He's like, uh, we go play golf. Right. And we just went and played golf. And we the, just go about our business. It was just, we got there and it was like, my God, these, it's just, I don't know. So yes, there are certain parts that just make you, you, you forget how bad it is in places. Right. And nothing funny about that. I and they're think. fighting alligators in that part of Florida. Perhaps. Every yes. part of Florida. Or diving in the, not even joke, diving in the lakes of golf courses for golf balls to sell. Terrible. Back after this. All right, Mike, I am back. What's going on? A little break, we're good. little break, Jerry. You did your 10-10 wins update. We are yes. back. Uh, here's a criminal story, which uh, we've seen these before, Jerry. I kind of think that they're kind of genius ideas if you are a criminal. Right, until you get caught. Until you get caught. And this guy made a fatal error. Uh, Plains Tau, New Hampshire. NH is New Hampshire, right, Jerry? Yeah. All right, got it. What, well, what else would it be? Hmm. New Mexico? <laughs> New <Ha> Mexico? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> you idiot. Uh, police say a man put on a Home Depot apron, you know, one of those, uh, the orange aprons yes. that uh, if you work at the Home Depot, or schmock, I don't know what you would call sure. it. Sure. An apron or schmock. Uh, put on a Home Depot apron and posed as an employee in order to load up a couple air conditioners into his pickup truck. All right, guy did this at uh, Walmart. Yes. We we've did seen this. this before. Yes. We've seen this story before, Jerry, where people put on the uh, outfit and you walk into the store, you steal something because people just assume you're helping a customer outside with product. Well, this guy got caught 53 years old. And the thing that got him caught is his uh, schmuck that he wore. Right. Had a name badge, Shannon, with flowers all around it. So he was wearing a girl's. That's how this guy got caught? This is how he got caught. The manager did not recognize him as Shannon. Although Shannon could be a guy's name. Not with yeah, I guess. Not with flowers though. I, I would it. say this. It yeah, a guy can have flowers on, that's fine. Right. It just raises not the red likely, flag and right. when you are a criminal, mm-hmm. you don't want to do that. Yeah, this guy got uh, in trouble. Do you think he goes to jail for this? Yes. You do. For attempted robbery? Well, this guy did tell police uh, that he didn't know anything about the air conditioners, but the Home Depot apron was found in his back pocket. He was released on bail. Okay. I say he goes to jail. The news tried to reach him via phone number, but his mailbox was full. Hmm. This guy's got a ton of 
ton of messages. People are Jerry. looking for new scams. Yeah, looking for new scams. And then let me see if you would have a problem with this. You have children in school, right, Jerry? This is what I've heard. Yeah. You have a couple of kids uh, in uh, in grade grade school. You what would are their say? ages? Your children? Yeah. Your children. I and mean, you saw one running around the other day on yes. the softball field. He is eight. Close. Wrong. Seven. Then, seven. Right. All right. Right. What's Which would make uh, your older son twelve. Good job. All right. Nailed it. Well, no, I mean almost half nailed it. Well, I got. You're the first. It was one only wrong. a year off on the he first. He just one. turned seven. Oh. Those are all really six. Got it. Yeah. Well, uh, let me see where you would fall here, Jerry. Let's say your your kids have a great teacher. They right? do actually great teacher. And on the side, though, this teacher has a side job, which maybe not so great. Okay. I take you to Connecticut, right Ooh, close by, Jerry. Our backyard. Uh, Avon, Connecticut. A sixth-grade teacher... All right, my son's in sixth grade. ...was placed on administrative leave for posting photos on her social media page where she sells sex toys. Yep. School board officials admitted they knew for years that she worked as a sales rep for an adult toy shop. There's nothing wrong with that, Pure romance. There's nothing wrong with that. Which sells items such as vibrators... Lube and up. anal soothing gels. Oh, that just sounds awful. Mm-hmm. That just sounds now, terrible. They don't know what to do because you are allowed to have a part time job of or course. another job. Yeah, I, there's nothing wrong with this other than she's going to be ridiculed now by the students if they find it and find well, out. Well, parents called for an immediate meeting with the school and she has been suspended. The teacher may have violated rules about appropriate social media use. That's, well, that's what they're going to get again, her on. That's a different issue. Right. I, have no, I have no problem with her being a sales rep for a Pure legal romance. Company. That's fine. I do agree if the social media stuff is out there and her students are aware of it, you can't be posting that stuff. Yeah, not I agree great. with that. Right. But I if guess. so, if she just went to work there, no problem. Because no, kids no can't go in those, those stores. Her, what she does is her business. Her She's business. She's not breaking any laws. Right. If she, let me ask you this: If she was a stripper, is that a problem? I would say that if she's posting, I guess if she posted right. on her social media. But let's say she just put her head down, went to work every day, right? And then at ten o'clock at night, she went and she danced for three hours. She hurt anybody? I say no, Jerry. I say no too. Like if I found out that one of my kids, you know, teachers was a stripper on the weekends, great, okay, I don't care, right? You know, if your kids that you will have by the time you're 60, right? If, yes. And you found out they were dancers. Would you really care? By that age, Jerry, there's going to be robot dancers. We're not going to have to worry about strippers. They're going to be robot strippers. 10 years strippers. from now. It's not 100 years from now. What are you talking about? How old am I? <laughs> you're 47. Oh. So 13 years from now, when your son is 11. Okay. Yeah, to give you a couple of years here. Thank you. My God, you'd be a 60-year-old. Wow, parent. God bless you. Yes. It's going to be tough. You eat a lot of broccoli. I do. A ton, right? Yeah. There's your secret. What is that? I just read an article last night, well, this morning at about 3 a.m. actually before I came to work, that broccoli, they have uncovered that broccoli is the super age deterrent. A superfood. It's more than a superfood. Really? It slows down the aging process of your skin. Interesting. Um, and of your, I think the article said your glow, whatever the hell that is. My glow, your yeah. glow, you're an angry person half yeah. the time. Um, but, I mean, when you smile, I guess there's glow. Mm-hmm. But broccoli... 
eat broccoli at least five times a week. What can I do about making my neck not look old? Because that's the only thing that uh, I'm really not thrilled with, my neck. Oh, I don't looks know. older. Eat something. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> but you know what's weird? And I got this again on social media this weekend, and my girlfriend commented on a photo I took. She goes, oh, it looks like you have a double chin. And you don't have a double chin. But look, if I go like that, I do. Well, if everybody goes like that, they have a double chin. You're scrunching it together. It's... I was fighting a guy on social media the, the other day. I posted a photo, and he goes, hmm, it looks like you have a double chin. Time for you to lose some weight. I go, dude, I am 5'11", 145 pounds. I cannot lose of more course weight. You can. And there's, it's kind of like if you right now, you do a sit-up. Guess what? You're going to have a belly if you do a sit-up. Right. But if you stand up normal... And your normal posture, you don't have a double chin. That's people trying to make you feel bad about yeah, yourself. Yeah, they are, Jerry. they must feel bad about and themselves. And they're being Who told successful. you this now? Some idiot on Twitter? Some idiot on Twitter. Don't, please, stop. Stop, stop, stop. You're fine. You're, you, you're actually the exception and not the rule. So all these fatsos out there that have right. a comment for you, Thank you should look themselves in the mirror. And I was watching News 12 New Jersey this weekend. You ever watch that? I, I don't have it. Oh, you don't have News 12 have New Jersey? I have TV now. I do oh, you do? have News 12 New Jersey. Well, it's a local news. I know what it is. Oh, you're aware of it. Got it. I worked for them once. They have this little boy on there. Uh, they do like a spotlight. He's the anchor? No, no. Oh. Uh, he was a guest on uh, some sort oh. of spotlight show where nice. they interview sure. somebody in the community. He looks like he's about 10 years old. He is a master at crochet. What the hell is crochet? Knitting? <laughs> yeah, knitting. There's a little boy, and he goes, I noticed someone crocheting, and I thought, this could be something for me. And he's become... he Good for him. He can he do was, blankets. He was in a sweater that he had crocheted. That he made. This kid was so confident. Because he knows it. Like, I would love to have the confidence of this 10 to 12-year-old crochet kid. When who I watched the, him who on television. For the, who pitched for the Mets yesterday and got lit up? Tommy Malone. Why were you so confident in that answer? Because that's what I know. Because you knew it. Sports talk. He knows how to knit. Crocheting. Whatever it is. So why shouldn't he be confident? Right. If I ask you on the piano to play a song that you don't know, you're going to be timid about it. But Very if you timid. can do Piano Man and you know it. If I like, did. Bitches, give me the piano. Let's go. Right. That's how I would say it. Absolutely. So good for him. That, good that's point. awesome. I got to go. Shout out to the crochet kid. So, oh, uh, warm up is next. Then I go. So. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Well, good early Monday morning. This portion brought to you by CC's. How was the weekend, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. How was the weekend? Oh, it was terrific. Yeah, <laughs> it good was stuff. terrific. I went to a uh, a, a um, seafood festival in Belmar. Wow, that sounds not fun. A lot of overweight people eating no. fried <laughs> eating fried foods. You're kidding. And I would have joined them, but. Those festivals and things like that, any type of food festival, there's enormous lines for... There's too many people. Too many people, Jerry. At least the well, when you go, Saturday or Sunday? I went Saturday. How was the weather Saturday? It was remember. all right. It was okay. Sunday was... Yesterday was awesome. Saturday was cloudy in the morning, and then it got better. Well, good for you. Down the shore? Yeah, people cracking lobsters. See, that's the... Here's jamming the pro- it in their dirty fingers. This is the problem with the whole lobster thing. Yeah. I've had lobster one time in my life, and I'm going back, my God, to the mid-90s. I went to a friend of mine house, a friend of mine's house uh, down in Florida. I want to say Clearwater, I think it was. And his girlfriend's parents make this big lobster dinner. I'm always all excited, going to have lobsters and be great. And then all the work involved, yeah. and there's very little meat inside. And then they give you this cup of melted butter. And my thought is, 
If it's so good, why do I need that for it? Yeah, you dip it in. The only thing, the only way to eat it is to get just the lobster tail because they've done the work for you. But mm. you're right, crabs. A boomer took us out for crabs. Remember Boy, last year? Very thing. little meat for the work. Exactly. It's very true. little meat for the work. Yes, I like how you said exactly it. to yourself. Yeah, thank you, Jerry. That was pretty good. So last night, uh, you talk about a stunning result of a game. Celtics beat the Cavaliers 111-108 in a game that was in Cleveland, that had the Cavs up by 21 in the third quarter, a couple of nights after the Cavaliers beat the Celtics by, like, 50 points. Explain it. You can't. Isaiah Thomas doesn't play because he's out for the rest of the playoffs with the hip injury. Somehow, Boston comes back to win. But you also had, over the weekend, the finalists for the MVP were announced. And they were pretty much, I think, we've had it in lockstep in here, at least, with Kawhi Leonard and James Harden and Russell Westbrook. But then there are people that are like, where's LeBron? Yeah, so which, eh. and I asked uh, Bobby, who works here in the uh, back, uh, who's our resident NBA guy. Sure, I said, and when Jordan was in his prime, was he ever not nominated for an MVP? Not even nominated. And Bobby said he doesn't even remember the NBA doing this as far as nominating. Right, like it was just announced. It was just announced, and you could have, if you had a vote, voted for you know Porzingis for the sure. MVP. But it just seems very weird if we sit here all the time and well, debate, is LeBron better than Jordan? I love Russell Westbrook. He's the MVP. You're the great Cartini. Now look at me. So you didn't vote for him either? No, I was. my, my vote goes to uh, James Harden. Oh, I thought Russell Westbrook. No, that was me mocking Craig oh, for his love real stuff. of Russell Westbrook. Fake news. I, you know what? It's a, it's a weird thing. And I heard Moose talking about this before, and it's true. Are you talking about the best player or are we talking about MVP? Because they really are two different things. I mean, you can have a most outstanding player award and have an MVP award, and they don't have to be the same. I mean, if LeBron could win it every year. I think we know that. I don't think you'd argue you're not exactly a basketball guru, but I think you would agree you could give it to LeBron every year. The other three guys, though, you take them off their team. Mm. And their team stinks. Yeah, I mean, you know, James Harden, Westbrook, and Leonard are so much – um, the leaders of their teams, as LeBron is too, but they, they just do so many different things. And I think when you look at the Cavaliers and you see Love and you see Irving and you see Tristan Thompson, they have other players. Um, so whatever. To me, it's not that big a deal, but I know a lot of people have made it of such this weekend. And then a lot of baseball this weekend. I feel like the Mets are doing the same thing week in and week out, which is during the week when we're here, Jerry, they lose They're every, killing us. They lose every game. Yes. Then they start a brand new series on a Friday night. Yeah. And I watch it, and they win impressively. Yes. Then Saturday comes along. They win that impressively as well. You're like, here comes a three-game sweep. Season's turned around. And then Tommy Malone. <laughs> yes. And Sunday, they ruin it. And then we get right back into during the week where they stay. And here we go again. Yeah. And by the way, the Yankees, who looked awful on Friday and Saturday, and they went on Sunday, and here we go on Monday. Yeah, I don't know what's better. I feel like it's better to lose the Friday-Saturday. No, no. And no, win no, no, Sunday, no, no, even no. though. You want to win the two games. Right, but do the Mets fans feel good like, hey, we took two or three from the Angels? Well, you know, you can make the case that it kind of it sets you off on the wrong, you know, on the wrong foot when you're getting set for the Padres now tomorrow, but they won two out of three. Here's the good news about yesterday. The game was over early, even though at nine nothing they made a little bit of a comeback bid that Bruce Homer made at nine five. Okay. But then you gotta love Hans Hansel Robles he comes stinks. in. I mean, he is just you gotta just get rid of him. It's you know, send him down, do something with him. But they make it 9-5. You start to feel like there's a little bit of a chance. Maybe you get one of these you know, spectacular Sunday comebacks, and then boom, three-run homer right in the seventh after they get to 9-5 in the sixth. And then I'm not a betting man, Jerry, but if there were a way for me to place a bet for every Tanaka start, 
that in the first inning he will give up it's a home unreal, run. Isn't I it? will t- would take that bet. That has been because he's been a great pitcher, but his one bugaboo has been that first inning. And usually when he gets past the first inning, he's great. Yeah, you're right. It happened to him again this weekend. Yeah. So he, the Yankees. Are, it's interesting because if you watch yesterday, and I went through it a little bit this morning. You had Holiday, Castro, and Judge. I believe it was those three. They were a combined 0 for 12 with 11 strikeouts, and they still win the game. Amazing. And Judge made, I know you saw it, I think one of the best catches I've ever seen. I mean, completely laid out on the warning track. You got Dickerson running around the bases just assuming it's going to be a double or a triple, and it was against Longoria who basically kills them. But even when they're not getting the big games from the big players, they're still there. I mean, they've been really good. And Samathia was okay. wasn't great yesterday. It was okay. But the Yankees are not going anywhere. They're going to be here all summer. And I do think the Mets will find their way back to 500. Um, you know, the Nationals just lost four straight before winning yesterday. But very interesting. An interesting weekend. And I'm with you. I don't know what's better in terms of him. Right. Because by Craig is what I mean. The most recent thing for the Mets is a loss. Yes. So he'll hammer Oh, that. how bad is this going to be now? Jose Reyes didn't play because tightness in the ribcage. Right. Oh, here we go again. What is that, oblique? I mean, what does that mean? I don't even know what that means anymore. An oblique? I don't know. That's in the the rib rib area. Right. So anytime you hear the rib cage, cage. he said he wanted to play yesterday. Terry Collins said, absolutely not. You see what's going on around here. You're sitting down. But does the panic set in now from so-and-so? Craigie. Who would be to your right? Yeah. I see. And by the way, did you like the idea that Collins admitted he thought about walking Trout the other night with the bases loaded? I guess it was Saturday night. Bases loaded against Addison Reed. No, I don't like that. You can't walk intentionally walk in a run. That's <laughs> embarrassing. But Well, you know, it's funny. When the ball leaves his bat, you're thinking, no, he didn't. And then the ball doesn't make it to the warning track to get the sack yeah, fly. Yeah, you can't but do that. It's interesting, though. And he brings up the point that, you know, Buck Showalter did it against Bonds. Yeah. So, all right, so you're, you're no good. No I'm good. not. No, I'd say if you're intentionally walking someone with the bases loaded, you have zero, have zero confidence the, in you your pitching. Have you seen bullpen? Yes. Can you imagine it was robust? The ball still be gone. Yeah, gone. <laughs> gone. Jerry, I'd like to see you do something that Marshawn Lynch did uh, over the weekend. He's uh, in Oakland now. I've heard, yeah. With the Raiders. Right. And they're going to move, Jerry. I don't know if you heard that. Where are they going to? Vegas. Nevada? Yeah. But uh, Marshawn Lynch wanted to take a bike ride, and he tweeted out, if you want to go, essentially what he said was, if you want to go on a bike ride with me, meet me at this corner at 1 p.m. Great. Well, like 400 people. Of course. And then I don't really think what Marshawn Lynch did qualifies as a bike ride. There was a white van leading the pack of riders. He held on to the rear view mirror and coasted with. Like, I don't think he pedaled. That's kind of cool, though, don't you think? Yeah, but that's not pedaling. I'm surprised you're okay with this. He could have got hurt. Well, his career's over, so... Nice career's just beginning again. It's okay if he he does something crazy and gets hurt. Why does Craig have a leather helmet? Well... (laughs) From 1933. He went to uh, Boomer's (laughs) house this weekend. Remember, he was going to... Craig was in Long Island. And this was great. Craig tweeted out over the weekend that it took him almost three hours to get home from Long Island. But New Jersey traffic Which is why I don't go anywhere. This is why I don't leave my house, Jerry. I heard the traffic because I almost went to the Met game Saturday night. And ultimately, we decided not to because we had a big day yesterday. Um, I heard from a lot of my friends that went that it took three hours to get to City Field from Monmouth County, New Jersey. I mean, that's just brutal. Yeah, this is why you shouldn't go anywhere. And then I was well, reading. I don't know about that. That the Cleveland Indians, who were in the World Series last year, Jerry, I heard. Did yeah. they? I legitimately don't couldn't recall right now. They won that, or they lost the World Series. <laughs> no, no, the Cubs won. Remember? The oh, right, curse? the Cubs. Yes. <laughs> 
Okay, so the Indians are s- still a very good team. They were in the World Series last year. They didn't win it, Jerry, if you'll recall. <laughs> they Cubs. did win it. And that their attendance is way, way down, but their television ratings are through the roof. Yeah, well, I don't know. Did they jack up prices? I don't know. No, people are finally coming along well, to my no, thinking of actually, not leaving your home. Actually, Al, if ever. you go... No, that's not it. Except for <laughs> seafood festivals, If possibly. you go back to last July, we had this conversation on the air. The Indians were not well attended even midsummer last year. I don't know why that is. It's not because people don't want to leave their homes. So says you. <laughs> no, that's not it. There are very few places that sell out every game. Wrigley's won. Boston's won. Everywhere else, they do struggle a little bit. And by the way, how about this? Because you imagine if this was the Mets, because we would have just buried them. So the Cubs are playing the Brewers this weekend. Saturday, the Cubs decide to postpone their game because it's going to rain. Do a solid for the fans. Never rained. And the Brewers were not happy. Ticked off. Now, why would they want to I don't have that game called because the Brewers seem to think they did it on purpose so that they didn't have to play them. Right. And what's what was cryptic about it was no one would say what they thought it was. So I don't know. But they rain out a game. It never rained. And it happened. It's funny because I covered a Yankee game back in. It's got to be 2000. Maybe it was a Roger Clemens start and they go into a rain delay at seven o'clock. It never rained until about 8.30. So we're sitting there in this rain delay without rain. The rain did come sometime in the 8 o'clock hour. Game didn't start till after 10 o'clock. Yeah, the Brewers said they had checked all of the reports, Jerry. Yeah, well, they were right. The Cubs were wrong. They checked the Dark Sky app. They checked your (laughs) iPhone weather app. Weather bug. They checked weather bug. This portion brought to you by CC's. Only at CC's. Enjoy the $5 and change unlimited buffet. All your favorite pizza, pasta, salad, and dessert. All for one great price. CC's. Prices may vary. Boomer and Carton next Yahoo on the fan. Weather. I just look outside. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Hi, welcome back. This portion brought to you by Target. If you're just waking up, the Celtics. Yes, the Celtics came back from 21 down without Isaiah Thomas, and they beat the Cavaliers 111 to 108. Tonight, you got the Warriors looking to sweep the Spurs. Penguins shut out the Senators 7-zip. Yankees over the Rays 3-2. And the Angels easy over the Mets 12-5. Mets off today. Play the Padres tomorrow. Yankees play Kansas City today. Uh, One other quick one for you before we uh, get to that. We'll tell you we're brought to you by Target. Running low on the stuff you need. Time for a Target run. Get everyday low prices on everyday essentials like milk, toothpaste, and diapers. Target run and done. Aaron Rodgers, Jerry, got a couple of, well, I guess a whole class of Iowa high school kids out of their final because he had retweeted Yeah, that is pretty awesome. Uh, for their, now get this, sports literature class yeah. How about in the, high school. I didn't have that in high school. What do they read in the Peter King's columns? Peter King? Uh, perhaps the history Peter of King? sports or something. I don't know. I think it's neat. Peter King? How much better would you have done in high school oh. if there were classes you were interested in? If there were classes on uh, reading Sports Illustrated, home. listening to Howard Stern. And the replacements. And the replacements. <laughs> I would have dominated. You would have been a straight A 4.0 student. I wouldn't have got those embarrassingly low SAT scores. Did you hear that? Greg? That I had told you His about. SATs were in the 700s. No, 800. Oh, 800. I got an really? 800 on my SAT. All Westerberg's influence on yeah. Western Moron. society. That was, by the way, my second time. Be listening this hour and every hour today until 6 p.m.